Yo, what up, Colin? I hope you're having a super Merry Christmas. I hope Boxing Day treats you well, and I hope the new year is awesome for you as well, man. I'm looking forward to gaming with you some more in 2020, dog. Anyway, Merry Christmas, man. I'll talk to you soon, and peace out. Hi there. I'm Colin Green. You're listening to Spike Pit. But this is not one of my normal episodes. I'm calling these episodes my drive-by episodes, wherein I speak a little bit more candidly about the things that are on my mind. I'll be pulling less punches, maybe biting a bit less on my tongue. Now, if you think that's perhaps not such a good thing, then this is not the episode for you. Remember... This is a drive-by. At the top of the show then, kicking it off, Joe Richter, the man behind Hindsightless and the Wheel or Woe actual play podcast. And, oh, I realise now my voice is worse than I thought. Got a bit of a sore throat, come down with the lurgies over Christmas. And it's been a blast. Been having a great time with the family, just hanging out kind of semi-hibernation from uh, the internet. Um, I've not been much on Discord. Obviously, I haven't been recording podcasts, and it's time to uh, catch up a little bit, I feel. Got some... So I've received some messages. I've been umming and ahhing about playing them because, you know, basically they're referring to Christmas, and as we all know, that is past. But there are a few things in the messages I want to pick up on. So... To hell with it. I'm going to play them. Hey, Colin. It's Evil Jeff from Ninja Musings. Just calling wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Wanted to say that I appreciate your podcast. Don't stop. Keep it up. Appreciate the great work you put into it and all the thoughts you uh, allow us to have and seeing a different side of things. We'll catch you later. Evil Jeff, thank you, mate. And... I just realised at the top of the show I meant to wish everybody a happy new year. So let's get that done now. Gorilla podcasting at its finest. I'm sat here freezing the proverbials off in the car that feels, oh, I bet it's a good five or six degrees C. Lovely. So if I'm shivering by the end of this, you'll know why. I wanted to pick up there on something that Jeff was saying about something I tried to do at in my podcast actually and this is um kind of trying to think outside the box i get it i feel like i get into trouble with this all the time if i'm not playing devil's advocate i'm i'm sort of i don't know i don't know if pushing the envelope is a way to put it but thinking outside the box just kind of maybe trying to challenge some of the well um respected ideas and sort of deeply rooted uh, conventions in in gaming and and try and think about things a little bit differently this doesn't always work i think sometimes it gets taken the wrong way Uh, people assume that because i'm questioning something that's somehow my personal opinion on a subject but man that's not going to stop me doing it so hopefully this new year is going to bring some more wacky thinking, uh, probably going to put a few noses out of joint, but 
I'm going to start off 2020 with a good old caveat <laughs> that Spikebit is not here to upset people, just questioning some ideas, try and shake things up a little bit and and um, get some fresh thinking on some sort of potentially tired, maybe a little bit flat subjects. Let's get a little bit of fizz back in there. That's my intention. Only you folks can judge whether I achieve that. And it sounds from Jeff's message that may, maybe he feels that I've done that. Uh, and if that's the case, I'm, I'm stoked because, like I say, that's what I was trying to do. That's what I'm always trying to do. So I've been taking stock. It's that time of year. And um, I realised something now. The reason why I get so confused with different rules and things like that, I actually sat down and worked out I've played 27 different RPGs this year. I I knew I'd played a few, but I, I had no idea it was 27. I think in all the time I've been playing... That is the most I've ever tackled. Now, if, if that had been board games, I would not be surprised at all. I can go through lots of them. But, ah, oh, 27 RPGs. Uh, I'll have to put a list up somewhere because it, it's quite interesting, the, the range. Um, I realise there's a lot of uh, GMs I've got involved with to play these games. Uh, the fact that I've started online gaming has been a, a massive contributing factor. And I just snuck in uh, uh, a game of RuneQuest last minute, playing with Shandy Andy in Glorantha. And that was just one of those games I, I kind of thought I'd probably never, never play. It just doesn't seem to come up that often in the circles I move and there you go a real big turn up for the books another one I'm looking forward to it's just popped up the dates uh, have uh, worked out for me and that's going to be a game of Bushido with Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast there's a few of the usual suspects on there most of the purple worms the only exception uh, being Dave Aldridge, who, who's who's not playing, but we, as it stands, I think it's uh, Shandy Andy, myself, John Large, and Pete. So, looking forward to that one. I believe that is mm, a twenty fifth. Want to say the twenty fifth of Jan? So I've got a little while to get my get my head around that. And uh, talking of John Large, he's left a. A fine calling. Uh, and I should say John is a, a GM that I've played a lot with this year in his Castles and Crusades. Uh, also played some old school essentials. Or was it probably still BX at that point? Um, BX essentials. And then he just kind of carried it on into Castles and Crusades. So, yeah, cheers for that, John. And let's have a listen to the message. Oi, oi, Sabaloi, it's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Colin, I hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. 
and a happy new year. It's been a joy this year to do the Purple Worm Groupcast with yourself, Pete and Dave, and I'm looking forward to doing some more episodes of that in the future, as well as having you in my Midlands game, which has also been great fun. Thank you very much for taking part in that. I really do hope you have a great Christmas and that the new year brings you all that your heart's desires. I'm sure I will speak to you soon, so take care and enjoy the festive period. Catch you soon. I've got to say it's been a, a great laugh uh, gaming with John over the last year. In particular, if, if you've never played in his game, the NPCs that he does are uh, something to behold, should we say. He normally puts on some sort of an accent. Um, but, but more than that, it's just he kind of changes the way he talks and stuff. So that's always fun. And I, I like to do a little bit of that theatrical stuff. As you're probably aware, if you've ever ever played in a game with me, I, I, I can go on a little bit. Um, yeah, as with regard to the Christmas holidays, I, I'm, I'm thinking the the jeans are feeling a bit tight, so there's going to be the inevitable health drive, getting a few pounds off again. If anybody's interested, my method is the five-two diet, so I'll be doing that. That's two days a week fasting and uh, kind of calorie control as well. Uh, can can get a little bit tedious, but I find it quite effective. So there's my health tip. Uh, pra- perhaps be looking at lifting some weights again. So um, they're, they're my sort of non-gaming related. Or are they? You know, are they really non-gaming related? Is some of this due some of this weight gain to do with a little bit of a more sedentary hobby perhaps i don't know we, sh- we shall see i'm going to also next year pick up a bit more in the garden uh, obviously i work as a gardener but uh, my own garden uh, want to grow some more vegetables and stuff next year so you might hear a little bit about that sneaking onto the podcast but i will uh, rest assured i will keep it to a minimum talking about the kind of um, podcasting about stuff outside of gaming and, and bringing listeners into your life a little bit. Next up, I've got a call in from a man who mentions that subject and he's been going through my back catalogue. I've still got a bunch of messages from him that I'm going to include in episodes going forwards, revisiting topics that I've discussed in the past. It is, of course, Vance. Um, it, it's been a funny... It was a funny year for me in podcasting. I, I don't know why the idea of a back catalogue was so... Um, people listening to your back catalogue was such a surprise, I suppose, when people hear about a podcast. There's a, a tendency for them to go and listen to older episodes. So I really don't know why... Uh, Roy and Jason and um, Vance here listening to those episodes was such a surprise but it it just kind of caught me off guard a little bit and then then I got into the woods with regards to well perhaps I could improve them episodes and we had we had quite the discussion about that so let's hear what Vance has got to say I've waffled enough hey Colin it's Vance 
happy holidays merry christmas to you and your family and just uh wanted to say i've really been appreciating uh both your catalog and just the uh your thoughts and glimpses into your life and how you uh are putting it out there and sharing it so uh really uh value that and uh, appreciate our little bit of correspondence and all and uh, just keep at it and hope you have a good new year and keep rolling dice take care man bye thanks for the call in vance man and all these messages i'm sitting here and like i say it's, it's bloody freezing in this motor and i still <laughs> i still get that kind of warm feeling inside whenever someone takes the time to just put a put a little message in make a recording i know everybody's busy uh you can without these callings you could sit here make these podcasts and you could basically be talking to yourself you might see like your numbers of listens grow here and there. But without the actual call-ins, I don't think it would be the same. Every time someone calls in, you can put that voice to a name. Um, I don't know. That's It's just such a cool thing about Anchor, and I hope it's not going anywhere soon. Ever since I got into it... I've always had this nagging doubt, you know, is this going to be another one of those five-minute wonders, like a flash in the pan, another Google Hangouts where you get onto something good and then it's cruelly snatched away from you. But hopefully not. Um, I'll, I'll enjoy the ride whilst it lasts. Now, moving on to another caller... It's kind of like the man at the moment, actually. It's Shandy Andy. Just played in his RuneQuest Glorantha game. Uh, he's put an episode out talking about it. Um, and yet, what I've got to say is this was his first online game. And I think this is amazing. He, he really grabbed the ball by the horns, got his stuff together, ran the session and... I think there's a, a couple of people who played that had no idea really that it was his first game and you wouldn't have. You know, if you didn't know, you never would have guessed it. I thought he'd done a great job, had a real fun time. RuneQuest and Glorantha was something I thought, oh, you know, that's probably just a bridge too far. But I, I don't know why I was thinking that, you know. Um, I don't need to buy and read every rpg out there and get into everything but online it's pretty easy just to jump into a game and and play a session much like you would do at a convention i don't i don't need to get all this stuff and i'm realizing now you know i can i can limit myself to the games i run but i need i need no such limit when it comes to playing most of them are similar enough that you can get a handle on them within a few minutes when you've played so many games. There's not masses of surprises or nasty surprises lurking out there to kind of throw you off. So um, I think, like I say, 27 
games this year. I wonder if I can top that next year. I think that's going to be difficult, but um, I don't even know if it's, if it's worth trying. I, I, I didn't endeavour to play a whole bunch of games. I just got involved. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Just keep getting involved. I'd like to get to a few more cons. I would say that. And I, um, Dave Aldridge, uh, D Percentile, listen to his episode, uh, which was part of the inspiration for me recording this, actually. <laughs> um, he seemed a bit concerned that he'd, he'd been too long out of the saddle and then that started a few niggling doubts with me, so I, I will put my hands up to that. Um, he's talking about getting to some more cons, and they are great fun. I just get a bit anxious around cons. But if I commit myself, perhaps that will give me the necessary shove to get going. I'll give that some further thought and I'll keep you posted. Hey, Colin, Shandy Andy here. I really liked um, your latest episode where you were talking about um, presentation of podcasts and how you were using Audacity. Um, I mean, for me, it's always content over presentation. You know, that is the most important. But I do agree that it's nice to get the presentation right if you can. I mean, certainly, I'm like you. I don't have time to do it. You know, mine is very rough and ready, as you know, and it's thrown out there. But I think one of the things I always find is that where I'm not so worried about presentation in people's podcasts, it's quite often I'm listening in the car or in the kitchen while I'm doing the washing up. And there's a lot of background noise going on, to be honest. You know, the washing machine might be going on or the traffic noise in the car, you know. And really, I don't always notice the quality of the actual presentation. You know, it it just isn't there for me because of all, all the um, surrounding noise. So just one thing worth thinking about, maybe. Hey, Colin, Shandy Andy. The other thing you mentioned was using Audacity. And this is a, <laughs> has brought up a, an issue which I'd noticed. I tend to, um, when I leave a a comment on somebody's podcast um, and they add it in to their episode using the Anchor app, I get told that it's been added, so therefore I know to go and listen to it and their reply. And the trouble is, if people are editing it in Audacity and not using the Anchor app, I don't sometimes know that my comment has been included in their episode along with their reply. Uh, and I must admit, at first, I just assumed they were, you know, weren't interested in my comments. And it only became apparent a bit later on when I went back and listened to a back episode of one particular podcaster. That I thought, oh, they were including my comments and reply, and I just wasn't aware of it. Now, obviously, if it's a podcast that I follow a lot, like your own podcast or, um, you know, Deep Centile or um, uh, Roleplay Rescue... I tend to listen to most of the episodes, but I must admit, occasionally, I, uh, for instance, um, Fighting Fantasy, I'm not interested in. So I'll be honest, I, I've tended to skip over those sort of episodes in those podcasters, um, podcasts, if I've you know, got a bit of a backlog and are trying to catch up. So um, it does make me sometimes aware that uh, there are, you know, you've got to chase up a bit the, the replies to your comments and... I don't know, it all seems a bit messy, where really using the Anchor app is something that, um, you know, keeps it nice and clean and keeps the communication going between the commenter and the replier. Shandy Andy there from Unguarded Treasure B52. He's uh, touched on a couple of things I've not really considered before, uh, where people are listening, for one thing, uh, 
hadn't really considered that much more than trying to keep my volume level pretty decent. Um, and the other thing, this kind of continuity of discussion and, and messages, and it, it also reminds me, his, his calling also reminds me that uh, Anchor, you're constantly learning stuff. I'm about a year and a half in, I think, nearly uh, two years since I discovered Anchor and started calling into others. Then I started my own podcast and all that time you're picking up new little tips and tricks from other folk or just, you know, you stumble upon something because you've been pressing buttons. Um, It is interesting and sometimes I think Anchor, they're changing stuff all the while and maybe these features slip in. You didn't realise they weren't there, then you discover them. So maybe they weren't there from the outset. They've been added, but you know what I'm saying. It's constantly changing. You're constantly learning stuff. And I think in general, Anchor's got a lot better since since I started on there. seems a bit more stable. It's got some pretty cool little tricks. But, man, it is still rough to listen to episodes on Anchor. I really wish that was better. I know I'm not alone. I know it's been said before. Now, I've got another call in from a super creative guy. I go on about him all the time, but Goblin's Henchman. He has uh, sort of um, touched on something that, that, that can be a bit of an issue. Hi, Colin. Goblin's Henchman here. Just thinking about uh, schedules and publishing. I, I, these days, I like to hear um, shorter podcasts, probably because I listen to more podcasts. So trying to keep up with one monolithic po- uh, podcast is, is, it becomes too much of a commitment these days. But I was thinking, you know, with, with a popular chap like yourself, you get so many messengers that it becomes probably hard to manage. I remember recently the Gaming and BS uh, crew, they did an episode which was all call-ins. They had a topic, but it was like, oh, I've <laughs> run out of time, burnt an hour. So, um, you know, it's not a, not a problem for someone like me, but, uh, yeah, someone like you where you, you're getting those call-ins, but you want to keep the dynamism of it going. And you know, Anchor has that community feel, but what happens when, you know, you get so big that you can't manage the community easily? I guess that's a, a dilemma you're going to have to, to face. Okay. Cheers, Philip. Bye. I am so bad at managing call-ins. I wish Anchor could help me out with this. I've um, I've tried various things. I've tried keeping email notifications, tracking it that way. I've tried um, writing a list down, and that tends to fall apart if um, if if people are kind of a bit generic with how they title their call-ins. Um, you can organise them by date and time and stuff, but trying to figure out whether you've included one in an episode before and, and oh, I don't even know what it is, what the problem is, but notice that I am bad at it. And if if you, if, if you think I've ignored you or something like that, uh, chances are it's just something gone wrong with my admin. I'll try and play 
all of the all of the messages that I get. I don't always play all of them because sometimes they just come out bad. Uh, you can't hear them, unfortunately. And if I've got time to clean them up, that's one thing I've done. I've increased the levels, but there is, there is a point where they are just like unplayable. I had one one time. I, I don't know what went wrong, but it was really like a you know like the sound you get with a real bad internet connection and um i I just couldn't play it often i thought about trying to contact the person who who sent the message and then then it it all gets lost in the mix and and it doesn't happen so uh if i've if i've screwed up your messages your call-ins at some point man just um yeah i'm putting my hands up uh, this is just spike pit. This is not a professional outfit you're dealing with. <laughs> Hi, Colin. It's Goblin Tenchman here. I was quite interested in this idea of zooming in and zooming out of combat that you talked about um, um, as was, was sort of dialed in. I think, was it Jason? Anyway. Um, and I was really was interested, really interested in that, that mechanic where you use the D4 to count down. Cause you can imagine after four rounds of combat, you're probably going to attract a random monster or something probably... You know, more reinforcements may turn up or something uh, dramatic. But the other way I thought you could go was uh, to say, you know, does it, you know, first of all, you sort of might want to consult the table and say, what I want to do is uh, double speed combat. So basically, every round you just do double damage, whatever you roll. Obviously, if you do double damage, you're doing quadruple damage. The idea is that, you know, statistically, you'll do the same damage, but you're just trading blows if you go for 10 rounds. Why not double the damage damage done and sort of fast forward a bit introduce a bit more lethality anyway just an idea for you cheers fella bye so mr henchman had a bit more to say there and this subject of zooming in and out of combat did come up following a call in from jason of nerds rpg variety cast i think it's an interesting topic it's something i want to look into a bit more i think the doubling of damage Whilst it could work, um, low levels could make combat just a bit too lethal. Uh, It's just a gut feeling. I'm not passing judgment. I could try it out and see how it goes. That's pretty much what I do with most things. So I haven't got too much to add at this point. But I would welcome other people's thoughts on this topic. And like I say, something I'm going to delve into a little bit more. Now, whilst we're talking about Goblin's henchmen, I've been over to his YouTube. And I encourage you to do so. Over there, he's got this really interesting idea. I think it's interesting. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not really much of a computer guy. But what... Um, Goblin's Henchman has been doing with spreadsheets and spreadsheet adventures I think is awesome taking an adventure laying it out laying out a map on uh, like an Excel grid columns and rows um, so he, he makes a map a background then he has an invisible Excel grid over the top of it and that allows him to have each of those cells selectable as locations on the map and then he has little pop-ups telling you or you like you can click on the cell and it opens up a a, a box with the details 
of that sort of um, that room or or that point on the map, whatever. Um, he, he has done all sorts of things. I'm making a super bad job of trying to explain this. I don't even know why I'm trying, but it is an awesome idea. So you, you can sit there with your computer, you've got one screen open, and, and basically your whole adventure is there on the one screen. One of the problems I have with using computers whilst gaming is I get myself in a pickle with um, navigating the uh, the windows and stuff. Uh, I end up shutting down things that I didn't want to shut down, and I got to reopen them. And oh, it's just a train wreck. But I actually think I could run a game off a spreadsheet. I don't know about putting one together. I could probably get my head around it. I I need to give it a go. I'll get in touch with Mr. Henchman and see if he can send me a, a sample of one that he's done. I know he done, I know he's done one uh, using an adventure by Shane Ward, who I know. So maybe be t- talking with the both of them, I can get hold of a copy of that one. So that is a recommendation. Uh, if you've got any interest in that, check out. Mr. Henchman's YouTube, and there's loads of stuff on there. All his hex flower stuff is on there with examples of how to do the hex flowers. And um, yeah, uh, another man at the moment for me, somebody to watch. So a regular caller inner as well. So thanks for those call ins, Mr. Henchman, and um, keep that podcast, uh, that YouTube content coming. I'm a big fan. There you go, I think I said everything I wanted to say. I've caught up a bit with my messages. Next time you hear from me, I'll probably be talking more about Romance and a Perilous Land. I've got Paleomythic Review coming up. They take a little while to put together, so I'm not sure when that will happen. If anybody wants to hear more about any of the the games I played in 29, uh, I'm going to try and put up a list. Like I say, there's, there's a bunch of them on there, 27 games in total. I was going to do like a breakdown of them all and go into it, but um, I'm having my doubts about that. If that's something you want to hear, call in. Perhaps I can do do a bit on that. Uh, other than that, I hope everybody's year is off to a great start. Thanks for all your support throughout the year. I hope uh, you'll carry on listening in 2020. I'm looking forward to hearing... There's some new projects coming from various podcasters and there's bound to be more new casts, more games, uh, more fun. You know, what can you say? Bring it on. Take care. I'll catch you later. Thank you for listening to this Spike Pit Drive-By episode. If you've enjoyed the show, consider spreading the word via social media. Take care. Catch you later. Another thing I could do with is improving this nonsense.